Okay, hello, welcome to Under the Olive Tree. So we exist because God wants to encourage his people. So this is gonna be a space where we discuss ideas and foster a positive dialogue for people working in government and advocacy. So I'm gonna be your host, Kat Frey Aldenhoven, and I am joined with Julie and Joe and Brandon Winter. Say hello. Hi, such a pleasure to be here. Yay. Okay, I'm super excited about this. So, okay, both Julie and Brandon, they've been serving with Youth with a Mission for over 10 years, and they are currently developing the Center of Advocacy, Law, and Justice, Justice, which is under the umbrella of Youth with a Mission. So, super great organization, um, and we will talk um, in detail about that in this season. But for now, um, let's go ahead and introduce um, ourselves. So Julie, if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you are currently at, and um, how you got into this field. Yeah, thank you, Kat. Um, I am currently in uh, Harpenden, England, in the United Kingdom, and um, I'm serving with the mission organization here. I kind of got into this field. Yeah, that's a good question. It took a long time. Um, so I, I came into this actually not thinking, um, I'm a lawyer, sorry, very key point of this, yeah. um, I'm a lawyer, I never really thought of myself going into that area, especially growing up, I thought that was a horrible, a horrible, uh, well, it just sounded like a really unfun place to be at law, but I, um, I'd been in youth with the mission when I was much younger, and one of my outreaches, we went to an area that was very, um, a very troubled area and a lot of issues arising in that space, particularly for minorities. And um, I think the Lord really just started to speak to me about how critical it was for me to learn how to use my own voice so that I could learn to be, um, give others a platform to use theirs. So that actually led me to law and I started saying, wow, God really wants to use law to impact the nations and how, what a, a key tool it is to bring life um, to people and, and to bring hope to people who are in really desperate situations. So that I did. So I went to law school and uh, in the United States because that's where I'm originally from. And I also uh, then pursued an LLM, which is like a specialized law degree in international human rights law and global justice and international uh, alternative dispute resolutions, which sounds like a lot of words, but is quite, it's actually pretty useful when you talk about people, peacemaking for people. Um, and um, wow, I now practice law, I guess it's now coming on 16 years, which is crazy. Um, the last eight years, I was working uh, as a general counsel for a large nonprofit organization and just doing all kinds of um, my husband and I are both lawyers, so we were doing all kinds of legal work for that entity, and and I I love visa law still yet. <laughs> so, uh, but now we've moved over, and we've been really focusing on just developing the center because we really feel like God has a heart for to speak to His kids and to share with them, especially those who are serving the sphere of government, uh, to encourage them, and for those that are called to equip them to go and to be effective and strong in him in, in this area. And so we moved away from the general counsel's job and started working to develop this center to, uh, to kind of bring hope into this area and encourage people who are serving there. 
so good. Yes. I love one of my favorite things about you though, Julie, is that she really does like, she does visas like for fun in her spare time because she, she's like, okay, I'm kind of stressed out this week or I just need some like space. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to go, you know, go shop or do something, you know, just for me. And, and Julie's like, give me just a room in silence and just like, let me crank out some visas. <laughs> like that's when you know that you have God's grace over a gift chain, I guess. So, okay, awesome, Julie. Thank you so much. So, Brandon, tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you currently are and what you currently do. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, Kat. Um, so, my name's Brandon Winter. Um, I am, um, yeah, so I am currently based out of Alabama, which is where I grew up. Um, it's uh, quite special to be back in Alabama because uh, once I, I met the Lord um, about um, 10 years ago now, uh, I have not lived in in Alabama pretty much for the last 10 years. God has brought me all around the world. And um, I my worldview or like the way that I looked at the world has changed so much over that time um, just by being exposed to different cultures and um, and not just even – not, I feel like sometimes people travel on like a vacation capacity and you do expand your, you know, knowledge of the world. Um, but I've had the opportunity to really get to know people from different cultures and to work closely with them, um, which has totally challenged everything that I think that I am. Um, and it's been a, a wonderful journey. Um, about a year ago, uh, right at the opportune time, um, God led me to this group, uh, this, uh, with Julie, Julie was teaching, um, a university level course, um, on the topics of advocacy law and justice. And I'd always wanted to, um, I guess study in the university of the nations, um, on the topic of government. I'd heard about Julie and her work, um, since I was living overseas back in 2018, um, but I never had the opportunity and I never saw an opportunity to learn from, from her and, and, um, and her team. And God changed that. He, he opened a door for me, uh, in a very unexpected way. And it, and I'm so glad that, um, I stepped through that. And so it's been a wonderful journey, um, learning from, from the, from the Andros, Julie and her husband, um, Alan, uh, they have so much knowledge and so much, um, uh, to teach the body of Christ and also to teach professional lawyers and, um, legislators. Um, and then I guess the other really important fact that people should know about is, um, is that I am currently engaged to, uh, Kat, our host, Woo-hoo. um, who I'm sure she'll give a little introduction of herself in a moment, but, um, we're engaged and we will soon to be married, uh, in just over a month. Yay. So fun. Um, and Brandon, you're currently, did you touch on that? You're currently studying where you're currently studying and. Oh yeah. Um, so I've, uh, went back for my degree, um, in 2020. And so I'll be graduating with a degree in government and, uh, with a concentration in policy and politics. So cool. Um, okay, so I am Kat, 
and I am currently, so I'm currently in Arkansas, and I am planning a wedding to Brooklyn right now. So that's super fun. Um, yes, it is fun. I have to remind myself that. It is not stressful. It is fun. So that is what I'm currently doing. Um, but I, um, I have been an entrepreneur and in many um, spaces uh, in business for the past, uh, 10 years. So I've worked in the fashion industry as a personal stylist. I've worked in the wine industry as a sales strategist. Um, and I, and I have a, a huge passion for holistic health and healing. And so I just got my health coaching license as well. And, um, so I do, um, a lot of different things. I am a creative, I love photography. I love writing. Um, I am trying to figure out how to encapsulate all of it into one project. So if anybody has any ideas, give me a shout. But I too never thought I would ever be interested or involved in law and government um, at all. Actually, I would like turn off all the news in the house because it would just like evoke this like debate and these heated conversation and I was just like nope not gonna have it everybody's like we're turning it all off and I just didn't even want to talk about it um but God has um a really funny sense of humor and he's a lot of fun and so um looks like we're all here um by the grace of the Lord and he um really loves this subject so we get to adventure with him um to figure out what he's saying around this area um, so I'm here just to use my gifts as an artist to cultivate creative conversations. So I look forward to doing that, just that. Um, so Julie, real quick, um, well, I say, I always say real quick, and I always have to stop myself because the center of advocacy law and justice has been this, I don't even want to call it a project. It's like this um, mandate from the Lord for, I mean, over what, eight years now, I feel like. And so... Um, as the season goes on, we will get into the details of the story, but just quickly, I would love for you, um, to just, you know, maybe give a, a synopsis of the center. Yeah. Thank you, Kat. I think, um, when I think about the center, I, I think of it as a, a space for, um, equipping and training those that God's called into the sphere of government to be effective effective followers of Christ in that area, um, and, and also effective effective people who serve in that area, like good legislators, good judges, good lawyers, um, good administrative assistants in those areas. I mean, it's not, you know, the, it's so much broader than just, like, the people that you see in the front. It's a lot, so many people working behind the scenes, but... I see it as an equipping place, a place for equipping and a place for empowering for people to go into that area or to be strong if they're already in that area and to do that through training and teaching, to do it through um, like advocacy, actual advocacy initiatives through prayer and through other on the ground advocacy initiatives and then through cooperating with other others who are in that sphere, whether it's other ministries or other organizations that are already serving and to work together to see the kingdom of God heal the nations. Yeah, so powerful. And there's, yeah, y'all, there's so much more um, within the center. And like I said, we'll go into that in um, this season. But
Hey guys, welcome back. This is Brennan. Um, sorry, we got a little bit disconnected. We had a little bit of a technical issue, which is one of the things that we have to work around when we're when we're talking about these topics across the ocean, literally across the ocean. <laughs> so thanks for hanging in there with us. And so we'll jump back in with Julie. But Julie, I also, will you just touch on, um, you're currently in England and Harpenton um, and England's really significant. Yeah, so I was just kind of, uh, I was just saying like the Lord is really speaking to us about England and, and the whole reality that um, when we're dealing with justice issues or advocacy issues, the, just this repeated idea of um, even when we're practicing law, like that the battle is not against flesh and blood, it's against principalities and powers of darkness from Ephesians 6.12. And the, and the depth of how far reaching I think that that verse was and is. And, um, and I think with England specifically, the Lord led us here. And, um, and I was just, I, I just found it was very significant that, felt it was very significant that so many legal systems of the world have been, um, you know, have their, have an origin point or a great connection from England's legal system. And just feeling like that there's just that place of, it's just a, a foundation place where like to, to sow in a lot of prayer um, and, and that the, that prayer will have far reaching effects to other nations that are, um, have England as a, as a foundation system. So that's kind of a, a big, Part I feel like the Lord is really speaking a lot to us in our in the center about what He says, like intercessory advocacy. That if you want to see change in nations, if you want to see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven, it starts in the place of prayer. And um, just you know, there's a lot of things that the Lord says in the scriptures, but He does say to pray, and He doesn't actually even say to us whether or not you know if we're going to see the answers. I mean, although we do often see the answers to prayers but he just says the first thing is you know he calls us to pray and to intercede and um and just the importance of that and so i think that's a major part of the center and the work that we do here and it's, it's embedded in the foundations of every day that we work here it's just to pray and intercede um other things that we do and that we're continuing to do is, in addition to that is a developing curriculum for uh for schools through the University of the Nations, which is the uh, university connected with Youth with a Mission or YWAM, in helping equip and train those who are called into the sphere um, to go in with a biblical perspective. Uh, so that's, we're looking at creating like the rule of law and godly governance school. We're looking at international relations and diplomacy, um, another school of advocacy, law and justice, and just training people to be equipped to go into the sphere. Um, we're also trying to go out and we're working with people who are on the field. We went to, you know, Geneva Peace Week, Geneva, Switzerland, um, those working with the United Nations, working with, went, you know, went to Tanzania to work with the University of the Nations in Tanzania to see what's happening there. So there's just been some different things that we've been doing on the side and, and trying to develop and build hands, you know, practically, not just... Yeah, definitely do intercession, developing training, but also just going out and doing it. Yeah, no, I love that. So not only deep intercession, hearing the voice of God, letting him lead all of the curriculum and really like 
training the next generation and the people who are already working in government, um, kind of presenting his heart and how to, how to really navigate really hard issues by hearing the voice of God, um, leaning into what the, like what the biblical approach would be. Um, and then also just creating a community, right. For just our brothers and sisters in, in this, in this sphere, because it can be really, a really, really hard place. Um, and then also I feel like, um, not only going out into, those places and, and praying while we're there and, and just loving the people, right? Just loving the people that are there and um, really trying to understand what is God doing globally um, in the world right now? And how can we, how can we partner with him on all aspects? But then too, I think another thing that the center um, is what we're seeing God really start doing and really starting the conversation is, is, how does the church in the current state right now, how, how do we bridge the gap a little bit between um, all of the stuff that we hear with like politics and um, just everything that we see on media? And, and then how do we filter that through a lens of, um, how do we filter that through the lens of, okay, but who, who is God? And what is he actually calling us to do as Christians? So, um, yeah, I, I think that that's a big portion of what this podcast is for, is to bridge the gap a little bit and to start really um, training and teaching the church as well on how to have like intellectual conversations about this subject, but then also know God's heart and and how to support um our, our brothers and sisters in government rather than just constantly being so inundated with negativity. Um, if, if you would agree with that, Julie. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, Julie, I think you definitely raised some interesting questions for me to think about um, mm-hmm. regarding like looking at, you know, kind of like this area of advocacy law and justice from like a biblical perspective and government from a biblical perspective. Um, like one of the, one of the um, parables of Jesus that came to mind, you know, just when you're talking about this um, is, you know, it's the story of the leaven and the dough. Um, and it's in Matthew um, 13, And it says, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. And, kind of like this area of law, I think like sometimes we take like a little bit of an anthropological or cultural view of discipleship um, and, you know, Christian formation. Um, And so when, you know, it's almost like, I think law can sometimes have a bad taste in people's mouths because it looks like it's kind of becoming, you know, this monocultural empire, you know, and um, I think what kind of like what, you're talking about and some, some of the things that I'm interested in looking into is how it's not a cultural um, discipleship, but it's really a spiritual formation and spiritual discipleship mm-hmm. through, and, and that's diverse through culture. And um, when you're talking about the principalities of darkness um, from the, the verse in Ephesians, you know, that's a very interesting topic considering, you know, law is often contrasted with the, with the spirit in scriptures or seem, it seems like it's contrasted with the spirit, but maybe it's not, maybe, 
maybe the law is much more spiritual than we think, and maybe it's much less cultural than we think, and maybe our context, our context, our grid of context is a little bit off um, when we think about law. So I'm really interested to kind of raise some of those questions and start talking about what does it mean to disciple people in international relations and diplomacy if it's not making them, you know, kind of like act in a certain cultural framework or cultural starting place, but what is the spiritual aspect of diplomacy and what is the spiritual aspect of justice and, and um, how does it look different uh, in cultures around the world? Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. I think it'll be really exciting. Agreed. I think this is a great stopping point. Um, so over the next few weeks, um, we're really going to be um, looking just deeper into uh, the three pillars for advocacy law and justice and what we've been over the past, well, Julie for eight years, but for Brandon or for myself for the past like three or four months, what we've really been praying about and, and hearing God speak about these three areas, um, specifically around the idea of this Ephesians verse of stronghold principalities and kind of what a lifestyle of spiritual warfare looks like. We'll, um, we'll be diving deep into that. And just like Brandon said, just raising the question of, of how does this work in like a cultural context of all over the world, which I think um, the center adds just so much value into this conversation because this is not just an American conversation about government or an England conversation or anything. This is really taking the broader view of all nations and, and their framework for government. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to to be having this conversation and to see what God unfolds um, into this larger story. So we will talk next week, guys, and we'll be diving in a little bit deeper. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kat. Okay. We'll see you guys later.